Hello. Uh, long time no see. The last time I recorded and published an episode of This Too Shall Pass was January 13th. Um, it was titled Happy New Year. I am aware that it is now November and it has been 10 months without any um, episodes. But this has always been a labour of love for me and um, it's never been about um, trying to have a consistent series of episodes each week. Please forgive my dog in the background. Buster, it's okay. I'll play with you in a wee minute with the ball, okay? Just chill. Um, he hears me talking and he thinks that I'm talking to somebody else, which means that I'm not giving him any attention. So clearly that must be remedied as soon as possible. Um, by harassing me with his toy until I throw it for him. Um, Buster, good boy. <clears throat> Buster is a um, whippet and something else mix. So he looks a bit like a whippet. He's got very, very dark brown hair, almost black. And uh, he's got a small wee frame, but he's got a very loud bark on him, um, which you can't ignore. Um, and he grumbles, and he's such a brat. <laughs> anyway, where was it? <clears throat> yes, so this podcast was originally about mental health. And as somebody who has worked in the field of mental health and addictions and homelessness for the last five years, I wanted to kind of give a bit of insight into my own mental health, um, the mental health issues that affect me and other people who I speak to and who I admire. Um, and I kind of fell a bit by the wayside, and I'll tell you why. Back in January 13th, whenever I published the most recent episode of this, I was delighted I was going to be doing the podcast again, and then two days later, I uh, tested positive for COVID um, on January 15th, and I spent the next two and a half weeks, yes, two and a half weeks, I think it was 19 days altogether, that I was testing positive for, stuck in the spare room of my house, not able to see anybody, not able to talk to anybody, not able to even play with the dogs, couldn't go to work, couldn't leave the house, I was very, very sick, I was fully vaccinated, I had all my boosters, I was relatively healthy at the age of 33, um, I'm now 34, um, but I was quite ill, uh, and I wrote a blog post about that and how it wasn't just the flu or the cold and how I was quite naive and thinking that I'd be fine if I got COVID. And ironically, I decided to start doing this today again um, on November 9th because I again have COVID. Um, <laughs> I <clears throat> tested positive on Sunday. I thought I had a cold because I usually do get a cold around this time of year. Um, woke up on Sunday morning thinking I was hungover because I'd had a pretty heavy session the night before. Um, but woke up on Sunday with aches and pains all over my body, a thumping headache, a cough and a sore throat. And I was very, very hot, like warm. So I thought I would take a test just to assuage any fears. But no, there it was, two red lines. So I am COVID positive and this is day f three of my isolation 
So I have two more days to go, but I am missing an entire week of work, which I am not happy about because I started a new job and it's not working in addictions or mental health. Um, it's working um, with families and I really enjoy it. So it's just one of those things. So I think I'm, I'm just doing this as well to keep my mind occupied. So with all that aside, um, I'm going to do my wee intro and I'll be right back. You're listening to This Too Shall Pass podcast, a show about mental health. This is Stephen Donandalzel, your host. So thanks for listening um, and coming back to the podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. I You will have to forgive me. I do currently have COVID. Um, I'm fine. I'm just a bit under the weather. Uh, although earlier on I was finding it a bit difficult to get a full breath in my lungs, which is not good. But I've taken an inhaler. I've taken some vitamins, painkillers, drinking water, all the recommended things you're supposed to do whenever you have coronavirus. Um, I can't. It's like it's November 2022. It'll be three years since coronavirus was first, I think, discovered in or not discovered, but it was first detected in Wuhan in China. Um, I can't believe it's we're three years into this thing, but thankfully people aren't dying as as much. Um, and thankfully people aren't getting as sick as they were. I know there are still people who are ill um, and who are dying from this, um, but the rollout of the vaccines has improved the outcomes for so many millions of people. Um, so I'm grateful for that. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yes, my mental health the last while, the last 10 months, has been on a bit of a journey. Um, and I'll tell you why. Just after I got over COVID in January of this year, um, I was very, very weak, still exhausted. I had no energy, couldn't really focus on a lot of stuff. And that really did get me down. Uh, I lost my sense of taste and smell for about two months. And I was really worried that that wouldn't come back because I have read horror stories from people where they have not regained their uh, olfactory senses of being able to taste food and smell things. Um, and like, for all intents and purposes, there's more outcomes from for COVID than losing your taste, taste and sense of smell. For instance, you can die. People have ended up with serious heart conditions, lung capacity issues, um, etc. But... I am someone who loves food, <laughs> so the idea that I wouldn't be able to taste my food and not be able to, you know, enjoy the smells of, say, like aftershaves and candles and all that kind of stuff was really, really quite concerning to me. Thankfully, it did come back, slowly but surely it came back, um, but it was the, the fatigue that really got me down and started to really affect my mental health. I went to Donegal up to Maharorty to see some friends of mine and with my husband and we went on this long walk through a country park and I got about halfway through and I thought oh shit I'm actually might be in trouble here lads because I was just exhausted it felt like I'd hit a wall and like I'm not the most fit and healthy person in the world but I can I can walk I can go on a walk with no problem and walk a couple of miles with no issues this was maybe two or three miles I got 
half the way into it and thought, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do here. Started to panic. And I, I persevered. And with the help of the people I was with, I got back to the car and that. I, mean, I wasn't like looking for air ambulance. But it really did worry me and scared me. I was thought, this like, COVID has actually done a number on me here. Um, <clears throat> I'm a relatively healthy young person. I say young person. I was, you know, I'm 34, but I'm not in my 80s. You know, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself to be high risk from coronavirus or immunosuppressed. So to have that kind of impact was really concerning on my mental health and my physical health because I was worried that I was never going to get back to the shape that I was in before, which was able to do basic tasks without having to stop for breath, like get to the top of my staircase and have to stop for breath, um, walk around the shops go for a swim and then all of a sudden like one night about two months after I tested negative for COVID um I had this like I I swear to god it was like a fever had broken and the next day I felt fine and I don't know if my body was just I just got rid of it there and then I don't know how virology or immunology works so I'm not going to pretend to understand those things but I finally felt back to my old self again for the first time ever I still took it easy I was taking my supplements and everything but a friend of mine took me down to see a drag competition for you know drag queens in the Maverick Bar in Belfast Uh, the competition was called Drag Stars and it was for local drag queens to compete to win a prize of a couple of hundred quid um and when I tell you, this is some of the best drag shows I've ever seen. And I've seen drag queens perform in places like London and New York and Orlando. These local queens were turning it out. Like, they were just, ah, oh, incredible, incredible performers. So talented. And I watched the finale and I watched Chrissy Toxicity win. Chrissy and I are now very good friends. And I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm not getting any younger. COVID really put the shits up me. Stuck in that room for 19 days, staring out the window, bored. And I thought, I'm going to do something with my free time. So I started doing drag. (laughs) Uh, With the help of my friend Liam, a.k.a. Gemini, my drag mother. My drag name is Cara Van Park. <laughs> um, and in September of, or sorry, in April of this year, I did my first drag performance, my drag debut. And I have since then, I have performed at the Belfast Pride main stage, Oma Pride, Mid-Ulster Pride. I have done fundraisers for the Rainbow Project, for Drahada Pride in Drahada. I have performed in the OES Centre, Common Market, Maverick, Union Street, Boombox. Um, I've been very, very lucky. And I came fifth in the second uh, season of Drag Stars. Drag Stars 2, I came, I came fifth. And, like, it's just been a whirlwind. And being able to do drag, <clears throat> being able to get up on stage and perform has been such a boost to my confidence and self-esteem. You have no idea. I've wanted to do it for so long. Never had faith in myself to do it. I thought, fuck it. 
what am I waiting for? Hit the track, put on the tights, put on the tits. I was gonna say put on the wig, but I don't wear a wig. I'm a bald and bearded drag queen. Um, and get up there and do my thing, and I love it. And people seem to respond really well to it. Um, so yeah, this is gonna be an episode about how that kind of developed for me. Um, but do you know what? Actually, no. This episode isn't going to be about that because I'm already feeling very tired <clears throat> just having had this conversation. This is going to be a very short mini episode <clears throat> because I need to drink some water and I need to rest and I need to wrap up warm and listen to some Taylor Swift. If you get the chance, her new album, Midnight's the 3am version, it's just stellar. Like, I've become such a Swifty in the last 12 months I even have a Taylor Swift tattoo now not of Taylor Swift but of one of her lyrics from my favourite song of all time which is All Too Well um, I actually consider changing the name of this podcast to that but you know what Stephen get a grip get a life grow up wise up sort it out <laughs> um, so, so I hope everyone's doing really well I want to come back to this at some point in the next couple of days and talk about some other things that have been changing around us. I want to particularly talk about the nature of social media. And how my relationship with that has changed. And how the relationship that social media has with the populace is changing. Particularly in the context of you know, Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter. Um, Twitter alternatives like Mastodon and Tribal and Counter Social. Um, how I have kind of developed a, a whole new platform for myself on Instagram with my drag persona. The people I've met, I want to give you some anecdotes about the type of shows and stuff that I've been doing, the things that I've experienced, because it has been a whirlwind in the, only in the last few months. Um, and yeah, but for now that's enough because I can feel myself starting to get out of breath and starting to um, get tired because um, COVID is a bastard. But don't worry, I'll be fine. Um, I hope you're all well. I hope you're all staying safe. Uh, take your meds, look after yourselves, love each other, and I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, bye-bye.